This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Thank you to our sponsor, 223 Agency, a digital relations firm helping you maximize and develop your digital footprint. Check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Hey there, Tallahassee. Welcome to another edition of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Revel. Welcome again. We are so glad to have you listening in with us. Uh, Once uh, again, we have a great guest on the show today, someone who, uh, if you're in the entrepreneurial space in our community, hopefully you've heard of his name. You might have even uh, interacted with him uh, either through his uh, past life as an entrepreneur and business owner or perhaps in his... uh, Latest iteration as the director of North Florida operations for the Jim Rand Institute for Global Entrepreneurship. My good friend, Mike Campbell, is on the show with us today. Uh, Mike's going to talk to us about a range of things happening uh, over at JMI, as they're uh, more uh, commonly known here around our community, and also speak to just sort of what's going on in the environment today and what entrepreneurs are doing to respond uh, as their businesses are going through trying times. And We are just, again, delighted to have Mike on the show. Uh, He's someone, he and I go way back. We've been getting into trouble together for years. And uh, Mike, want to welcome you on and looking forward to a great conversation, my friend. Jay, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it, man. Absolutely. So, Mike, you know, I always like to start off with everyone when they come on the show. Just tell us a little bit about who you are and what your journey has been like as an entrepreneur and how you came into working for the Jim Moran Institute. Well, you know, I I believe things happen for a reason. And I actually, from South Florida and came to school at Florida State and stayed and went to work for First National Bank, which is Capital City Bank now, uh, back in 87. So I was a banker and went to another bank and uh, then became a financial advisor and um, ended up uh, leaving there when the merger mania happened and uh, was vice president of endowment for a statewide grant foundation. So I had my foot in the nonprofit door for a while and then uh, decided to buy a company down in Winter Park and uh, bought that, uh, ran that for five to seven years uh, and even consulted with them after I sold it. And um, then um, the, one of the board members, a good friend that you and I know, Steve Evans, uh, came to me and told me about an opportunity to come have some fun at the Jim Moran Institute. Uh, And so I decided to check it out and it was a good fit and we've been having fun ever since. Now that's cool. Uh, Yeah, I remember when that transition was going on and I think uh, the folks at the Jim Moran Institute have certainly uh, profited from having your expertise and knowledge on the staff. And I know you've interacted with uh, hundreds of entrepreneurs in that time now. How how long have you been at Jim Moran Institute now, Mike? Uh, November will be eight years. Wow. Uh, I started when, uh, after Jerry Oster-Young retired, uh, and we we were doing one-on-one consulting back then, and the board wanted to be able to serve more businesses. So that's when we switched over to a program format. So we can serve a lot more businesses in a year uh, time just because of capacity, right? Uh, and so I came in and built up Tallahassee's programs and then uh, opened up the Jacksonville office in 2017. Yeah, you talked about your entrepreneurial background, you know, with that perspective. How, how would you describe the work that you all do 
uh, at the Institute? You know, our, our goal, and this is what we're funded, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, but our goal is to help entrepreneurs work on their business. Um, to, to be in our programs, you have to be in business uh, at least three years and have five or more employees. Everything's paid for through the funding that we receive. Um, and, the, and it's funded to help them work on their business and be better. And so having my background as an entrepreneur, I understand what they've gone through. I understand the sleepless nights, uh, the worried about payroll. Um, you know, now they're in a whole different world with this COVID uh, and I didn't get experience uh, in that, but I've talked to so many of our clients during this period to get a um, pulse on what they need and, and where they're at. And we're able to uh, take that knowledge from them and my background and put it into the programs to help them. Yeah, that's great. You know, you, again, you mentioned funding uh, Jan Moran uh, and the Jim Moran Foundation. They've been incredibly gracious with their funding of the Institute and, and now the College of Entrepreneurship, FSU. Uh, can you just speak a little bit to what their vision has been uh, for expanding entrepreneurship across uh, our state and around the globe? Yeah, so we actually, this is our 25th year. Uh, we were funded initially by Jim, Moran, Jim and Jan Moran um, and Mel Stith, the Dean of the College of Business at the time at Florida State, um, was friends with Jim. And Jim create, gave money to the university to create this entity because he, want, he knew there are a lot of resources for startups, but they're not as many for existing businesses. And so our focus is those existing businesses. So their vision is to use the funds to help businesses uh, in a way that Jim really didn't have that help back then when he was growing his company. And so um, they, are, they are based in Florida. Uh, our main target is Florida. We do have some national programs, um, but the uh, funding comes out of Florida. And so we have offices in uh, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Tampa, Broward County, and Palm Beach County now. You know, for those who maybe uh, don't know the story of Jim Moran, could you maybe give a quick uh, synopsis of what his career was like and what kind of industries he was involved in? Yeah, Jim was automotive. Uh, he's out of Chicago. Um, he's got a great story. Um, he actually moved from Chicago down to South Florida. He was uh, diagnosed terminally ill, uh, but he lived and Toyota came to him to sell the cars. He didn't know what a Toyota was, uh, but in 68, he signed a deal with Toyota and he was the number one salesman of Toyota cars. Um, he also, you heard of Toyota-thon, he actually coined that term for Toyota. Uh, he built Southeast Toyota, which is distributor to the dealerships around the country. Very cool. Uh, again, you talked about, you know, your role, Mike, ramping up programs uh, for business owners. Uh, maybe let's dive into some of those a little bit. One that, that I've always uh, seen and heard, again, both people have been through it uh, with great you know, raves and reviews, uh, the Small Business Executive Program. Can you talk about the work you do in that, uh, in that regard? Yeah, that's uh, one of our flagship programs. We bring in anywhere from 20 to 24 CEOs, business owners. Um, it's a four-month program. You come once a month for four hours for four months. 
uh, and we have um, modules that help work on the business. It's not academic. We bring in experts to come in and it's strategy, our core is the business model canvas. So we help businesses think a little differently uh, and look at things in a little more targeted way. Um, that program, even though the minimum, as I said before, was three years in business and five or more employees, our average um, business that comes in the program, program organically is about 16 years in business and 17 employees. So we have, um, we have a great reputation. We know our lane. Our lane are, are those existing businesses. And we take a lot of pride in making sure that we bring value to them. Um, you know, one of the things I took, people ask me, what's a, one of your favorite books that you read? Uh, I, I highly recommend Raving Fans. Uh, we have been trying, we try to make our clients raving fans about us. And when we do, then they go out in the community and do, as you said, Jay, talk about the program and how it helped them. And that's how we continue to, to fill our programs. Well, I don't think there's any doubt you're succeeding on that front. Like I said, I, everyone I know who has been through your programs uh, always come out both with uh, an improved perspective on their business, but also uh, maybe a, even a better understanding of how to operate, uh, not only in our community, but whatever community they're in. Um, and I think it always makes people feel good when they know that they have. I know, you know we try to do the same with uh, our uh, members here at the chamber. People feel good when they think they have a community around them to help them uh, navigate difficult times, which we're certainly in. Well, the one thing I'll say is that uh, what people that, that are business owners will tell you, it's lonely at the top. And and it's nice to have that circle community at the chamber or at JMI or other organizations that uh, can help them bounce ideas. One other program I want to touch on real quick is our peer-to-peer -peer groups. Uh, we bring in 10 to 12 CEOs in a confidential setting uh, to bring issues uh, and we go around and ask questions, and then you can only speak to it if you lived it. That program, uh, we have had to go to Zoom due to COVID, but that program has been very valuable during this COVID time because those businesses to be able to bounce ideas off each other and find out how each other's doing with the PPP and the other things was very valuable. So um, those are two programs we're very proud of. and, and and be honest with you, our other program, the, S the Small Business Executive Program, we had to put on hold until August because we're not able to bring people together. Yeah, I know you had mentioned uh, offline before we were recording that, you know, there's, there's such a value in getting those people together in the same room and got a lot of hope to do that again soon. Uh, we certainly would would share that sentiment. Um, you know, another another program that I've, I've, I keep seeing, I feel like, in these last couple of years that uh, that you all have been championing is the Seminole 100, uh, highlighting some entrepreneur graduates of Florida State. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the Seminole 100 was created to, um, to recognize the top 100 uh, fastest growing FSU alumni or FSU-led, graduate-led businesses uh, around um, the country. And so we actually have applications open now till July 31st. Um, and what the, the criteria is, is the growth is measured and it's measured by EY. So we don't see any of the financial data. This all comes from EY. They get the financial data, they rank them, and then they send us the ranks for the, uh, 
for the uh, um, awards banquet that we have. Um, and, and that's been very successful. Part of our mission is to recognize entrepreneurs. And so this is actually a way for us to do the recognition to these businesses. Yeah, that's very cool. Another uh, thing that maybe people don't know about some of the work you do is you also engage with the nonprofit sector. Um, you've got a nonprofit leadership uh, program there too. Can you talk to us um, about what all that entails? Yeah, so the nonprofit executive program, we created that uh, right after I came on board because we saw a need for the nonprofits to think more like a business. And so we created a nonprofit executive program that has the core of the small business executive program, but uh, the model's a little different because with nonprofits, they have donors and they have beneficiaries of the services. So it's not really two customers because not the beneficiaries aren't always paying the bill, right? Writing the check. And the uh, customers who writes a check, whether you're an, a donor or you're a customer of the business. So we have a nonprofit uh, organizational model that we go through with them and help them think and separate their programs from their donors so they can market, because you're going to market different, you're going to think different, you're going to get a better idea of who cares. And the people that care are the ones that are going to help the, that nonprofit. And, and it helps them get in perspective of instead of trying to get everybody to give, go to the right people that really care. And so that's been a very successful program. We've worked very close with any. Um, we have helped fund some organizations to get started uh, that have helped us like Ben, ben Minority Chamber. We helped fund you guys over there. And you guys, all of y'all help us get the word out that we have these services. And these services are all at no cost to the participant. We just, uh, we just want a commitment of their time, and it's paid for by Jay Moran and the Jim Moran Foundation. Yeah, it's it's so cool. You know, I feel like in the last, uh, I don't know, you know, close to a, a decade, I suppose, you've seen a real push for, for organizations of every type to be thinking more entrepreneurial. You see the words entrepreneurship, uh, you know, tossed around a lot, but, but also in, in very meaningful ways. I mean, uh, we talked about you and I getting in trouble uh, from time to time. One of the ways in which we do that is there's a great uh, alliance I caught, you know, here uh, uh, in, in our town that, that you helped create and have spread to some other communities through JMI. It's called ARO. Uh, why don't you tell, tell everybody what ARO stands for and, uh, and what we all do when we, when we get together in those meetings. So Arrow is the Alliance of Entrepreneur Resource Organizations, A-E-R-O. Uh, when I took this job at JMI, uh, one of the things that I wanted to make sure I was able to do was utilize other services around town. Um, number one is when you collaborate, it makes your job a lot easier when somebody else is doing your job, right? And so uh, I met with Keith Bowers when I first started. We, we talked about what each other did and we talked about getting everybody in a room and just finding out what everybody does and see how we could collaborate. Well, that was almost eight years ago. And so Keith did the first meeting. He's with director of the small business development center. And I did the second meeting and we started meeting regularly after that. So 
the whole goal of Aero is to get all the nonprofit and government organizations that help businesses and nonprofits into a room and we go around the room and we talk about what we're doing and where we need help in collaboration. And I, I would say that has helped this community come uh, a little tighter bond among the organizations and uh, to be able to work together. And, you know, it's a lot cost effective if we work together and pool funds versus everybody's trying to do it on their own. So I, I, uh, we're real proud of what we do. And Jay, I'll let you give some comments because you're a participant in that. Yeah, and I totally agree. When you think about it, right, I mean, we have these these variety of organizations that all have, um, you know, similar traits towards a common mission of, of advancing our community and helping businesses and helping people who are uh, entrepreneurial minded. And when you think about it, you know, each one individually can only do so much. But when you look at it as a whole, you really do have quite the impressive uh, yeah. amount of resources in this community to help businesses get started, keep going, accelerate. I mean, you've got, you've got organizations that kind of can hit you at every uh, uh, check mark along the way, so to speak. And it is, it is eye-opening. I just, you know, I always share when we get the notes uh, after those meetings, again, it's kind of the bulleted list of all the things that are happening really over the next sort of 30 days at a time uh, of all the organizations I sent around to our team and every, every time someone on our team learns something that they didn't know about what another organization has done, I know it happens to me every time we meet, and uh, it, it really is a, a, a valuable resource. And uh, it helps us, you know, from a chamber of commerce, when I've got a member on the phone who's trying to, I always like to tell people, you know, we don't, we don't have all the answers, but we usually know where to find them. Uh, and being a part of Aero is a, is a huge part of that. Well, that, that's it, because JMI doesn't have all the answers as well. Uh, I tell everybody there's not one organization that has the funding or capacity to help every business. But collectively, we can, we can get answers for any business on any subject between all the organizations, right? Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I do think that uh, uh, we're pretty fortunate in Tallahassee to have uh, so many people who uh, who come to work every day with a mindset of how can we grow our businesses and right. and you know and you look again in the last decade uh, I think it's probably been the best decade we've ever had for business in our community obviously you know right now we've got a lot of challenges that are going on which uh, I think likes to uh, you know point to why organizations like ours and yours are needed and, and necessary yeah it's you know I, I go back to it's lonely at the top uh, the businesses are doing their best to employ people, to make money for their kids, and, and to build this community because it is built by a lot of businesses. Uh, and, and for us to be able to do what we do, the Chamber, JMI, all, SBDC, all the organizations, you know, it helps make a stronger community. And, and it's like we, we see this in every community we're in, by the way, um, which is great because 20 10, 12 years ago, I, I wouldn't say that that's the way these communities operated, but I think a lot of them are doing better now. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, big investments in a, a, a mindset shift of, you know, rising tide lifts, lifts all. And that's, that's been a big differentiator, I think, for our community. Um, you know, shifting gears maybe in, in a good way to sort of uh, bring all this in for landing. We were talking about, you know, Jan Moran earlier, 
uh, and how she continues to fund along with the foundation, the work that you all do. Um, you know, one thing that's just been, I think, really incredible to watch um, a transformation is, you know, someone who's always uh, been a big fan of our downtown too. seeing the new Jim Moran building in downtown Tallahassee is really uh, just an incredible site. It, it's a, a wonderful facility, serves as a hub for the work you all do, um, and really a testament to the uh, Jim Moran legacy there uh, of supporting entrepreneurship. Can you just talk about what that facility is like and how meaningful that is to you all and, and really to our community? Uh, it's amazing. Um, you know, Jim Moran's amazing woman. This is a woman that has continued to carry on her husband's legacy. Uh, when we um, built the building in 2017, it's completed, um, you know, that building, the first floor is our, our reception space. Second floor is the College of Entrepreneurship, which was also created back in uh, 2016. Um, and then we have the third floor for the Jim Moran Institute. Uh, but if you come in and you go up the stairwell, front stairwell, it is the life story of Jim Moran. And it's just incredible to the mindset of an entrepreneur like him to build what he did. Uh, he started off with 300 and some odd dollars buying a gas station in, in Chicago. And so uh, he took that and ended up, somebody asked him to sell a car and he sold it, found out he made more money and opened dealerships. So, I mean, to see that transformation and to have his life story um, when you come in the building, it's interesting because it is green and red. And the reason is, is because his first gas station was Sinclair Gas. And so there's story behind, on every floor, there's writings and stories of behind uh, um, Jim Moran's legacy. And Jim Moran and the Jim Moran uh, Foundation have told us they're very proud of the work we do. They're proud of where the College of Entrepreneurship has become in such a quick time. Uh, so she, she has said to us that Jim would be very proud and that that's what really we're doing it for. That's very cool. And it, folks, if you have not made it, uh, in there, you should go book an appointment with Mike and Ben Azir and give give you the tour. Cause, uh, it really is one of the more impressive, uh, facilities in our community and, and something that I think has, has become a real, um, uh, a hub for, for entrepreneurs in our downtown and, something that uh, really shines, uh, shines bright in that part of our community. Um, go ahead, Mike, you had uh, something you wanted well, to add. And one thing I wanted to add is Florida State University is very fortunate to have this, this gift uh, for the organizations and the building, but that is actually FSU's campus. That building is on FSU's campus. People don't realize that, but it is. So um, we are all FSU and, and proud of it. Yeah, no, I think that's so cool. Uh, you know, you, you're seeing a lot of universities across the country become uh, maybe more urban in their footprint, and uh, it's really neat to see that. Uh, as a as a two time graduate of that university, I'm, it gives me a lot of pride to walk by that uh, every day, uh, especially within earshot of our capital, where a lot of those yeah. folks from Gainesville happen to walk by too. You know. <laughs> Uh, Mike, I, I want to thank you. I know uh, you probably got a long call sheet ahead for the rest of the day, but uh, I can't thank you enough for giving us your time and really uh, thanking the Jim Moran Institute for all the work you do in our community. We appreciate your support here at the Chamber of Commerce, and uh, it's always been a pleasure to, to know you and work with you uh, uh, in my career, and uh, 
I just think that folks listening today hopefully will will learn a lot about what uh, JMI does in this community and across our state. And uh, again, folks, if you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're uh, someone who's wanting to find those tools to help advance your business, uh, I highly, highly encourage you to reach out uh, to Mike and learn about their programs. Again, the, the greatest thing, like you said, thanks to the generosity of Jan Moran uh, and the Moran Foundation is that these are no cost programs. Um, they're funded and they're available to you. And uh, Mike, I know you all uh, uh, are proud of that work. Yeah, and the e easiest way to learn more about all our programs, because we have so many, is just go to our website, which is www.jmi.fsu.edu. And that has the Seminole 100, the Small Business Program, everything you need to know. But my number's on there. Uh, Jay, I want to say thank you to you and what you do at the Chamber. You know, I'm a former board member and uh, believe in what you guys do and appreciate the uh, um, collaborations that we do together. And you're doing a great job, but thank you for doing this for the community. Hey, you got it, Mike. Uh, it, it's a mutual admiration society. I'm all in for that. And uh, again, thanks for all you you folks are doing at JMI. It, it does make a difference and uh, proud to know you, proud to call you a friend and, uh, and a supporter. So folks, thanks again for listening. Uh, as always, we appreciate your patronage here at the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. And if you're looking for uh, a wide variety of resources for your business or just to learn more about what makes our community such a great place to uh, conduct business uh, here in North Florida, I highly encourage you to visit our website at www.talchamber.com. That's talchamber.com. You can find every episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast available there. We're also available on any of your favorite listening devices. Hope you'll go on, give us a subscribe and listen uh, uh, we would love to have your review for the show as well. So as always, we appreciate your time, appreciate you listening in, and we'll talk to you again real soon.